Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought with me, Doug Hagan, we're going to take a look at an issue that may have influenced, uh, at least in part, the Virginia election that no one's talking about, but it needs to be looked at, especially three three uh, items that were voted on about whether or not to move historical monuments away from where they are now to relocate them. How did those how did those uh, actions do? when the voters were given an actual choice. Very interesting to look at that. <clears throat> we'll look at uh, Kristen Cinema, the Arizona Democrat, who dares to have an ounce of sanity. Uh, we'll look at uh, a poor lady's wedding that was partially ruined by bottom-feeding, uh, despicable leftist protesters because Kristen Cinema was going to be an official at the wedding. Uh, no tolerance for anybody, no peace for anybody if you dare stand up against the left. And we're going to look at the life of a truly great man, one of the wisest men to ever live, Thomas Jefferson. And we're going to have some perspective on him from uh, Mike McDaniel, a phenomenal writer. And all that, maybe a little more, you never know. Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought, again with me, Doug Hagan. God bless you. Glad to see you. And let's, my friends, kick this pig. And let's get going, my friends. Moon Battery has a, a post up. Uh, a lady named Amy Tarkanian tweeted this uh, about Democrats, protesters, <clears throat> bullying Kristen Cinema, following her around, following her into the restroom. You've seen that video, I'm sure. Uh, they wrecked a poor woman's wedding should be the most special day of a woman's life at least one of them and special for the groom too and the two families but of course that can be left alone you see the 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 sin that this poor lady who just wanted to get married to the man she loves her problem what she did wrong apparently was she had a wedding where Kristen cinema uh was an efficient, or was the efficient, I should say. Here's a tweet from Amy Tarkanian. Liberal protesters ruined a wedding in Arizona this weekend where Kristen Cinema, or Kirsten Cinema, was the efficient. Here, the tearful mother of the bride comes out to plead with the protesters, state, uh, stating that bar they barely even know Cinema. She is then rebuked to this woman for the sin of being a millionaire. How dare you make money? Hey, if you're a millionaire, by the way, I'm just saying, I'm sticking up for you here. I'm giving some publicity. Yeah, donation to Daily Gator, Daily Thought. Hey, just keep it in mind. You never know. I'm very sorry about uh, your your uh, daughter's wedding that was ruined by this absolute human trash. But here's a little bit of the audio of how this absolute debacle of uh, humanity sounded, my friends.
So there you go. Just hold off your protest for an hour. Allow my daughter to get married in peace. Here's this lady. I feel bad for her. She's an older lady, 55, 60, who knows? Her kid's getting married. Her child's getting married. Her daughter's getting married. And these pieces of human filth, these morally retarded, knuckle-dragging, paint-eating, glue-sniffing bastards hate Kristen Cinema. A senator, they've got a right to disagree with her or protest her if they want to. Hell, I guess they've even got a right, although morally it's not right, to follow up the poor woman into the damn bathroom. Uh, I know what I would have done if I was Kristen Cinema, but uh, I can't repeat that here if someone followed me in the bathroom. But anyway, this poor woman, her daughter's getting married. All she's asked for is an hour to let the ceremony be, be over. And we're done with it. Then you can protest. She doesn't have a dog in this fight. But she's being made to be part of it because of the tolerant nature of leftism, my friends. Uh, This is uh, truly sad. Uh, Dave Blunt at Moon Battery adds this. Let's hope cinema understands that giving in to people of this caliber is not an option if we want to remain a civilized country. That's true. This this borders on borders on trespassing against actual liberty to protest. Because if you go to someone's private property, where does their private property be? And what if this wedding had been done in this lady's home? What if they had had a, a big yard? Maybe they want to do it outside. And these these punks and their punks, their bullies, their thugs showed up. And I don't care if you're right to protest like this doesn't make you look good. You want to know why Virginia, the election happened in part, it's stuff like this. People have had it. Okay. People, especially people here in the South, they, they're patient, they're tolerant, they're understanding, they're sympathetic, they're hardworking. There are a lot of things and patient is one of those things. But once you push too far, they're going to push back. And you saw that in the election. So leftists, maybe I should root for you to, because there's no hope for trash like these protesters. They're scum. I could never go to a protest, no matter how righteous I felt it was. If it was going to target someone who wasn't involved, you know, I invited guests to a wedding of someone. I had no idea who, I couldn't help ruin someone's wedding. Common decency, ever heard of it, leftists? Of course you haven't. And now let's move over and talk about uh, a famous Virginian. You might have heard of him. He was the second vice president of the United States. Wrote something called the Declaration of Independence, if you've ever heard of that. And he was the third president, Louisiana Purchase. A brilliant man. Thomas Jefferson, of course. And Mike McDaniel has a really nice piece up about him. Uh, yesterday, this came out. It's entitled The Virginia Race. Thomas Jefferson is smiling. <clears throat> and if you wish to read it, which you should, go to Stately McDaniel Manor 
dot uh, wordpress.com and uh, I think it's the second or third story down from from the uh, first post on the page. McDaniel writes, Thomas Jefferson surely had a measure of satisfaction in the result of Virginia's off-year election last night. Jefferson, some of whose statues were torn down by ankle-biting, dim-witted Democrat socialist communists, because they're all the same thugs over the last several years, was truly a Renaissance man, a man of learning and ability. He filled many local offices, was a member of the Virginia House of Burgesses and Delegates, a Virginia governor, U.S. congressman, diplomat. He was a rock star in France. Boy, I got he, I bet he got some uh, some serious attention from the ladies. Lucky bastard. Uh, Secretary of State, Vice President, and Third President. He was a lawyer, architect, writer, farmer, scientist, and wrote that, yeah, the Declaration of Independence things. In so many ways, he, Jefferson, made America. And, of course, that's why he is so hated by the left, because they hate America. Not only was Jefferson the father of the University of Virginia, but he embarked on his last great public service at the age of 76 with the founding of the University of Virginia. He spearheaded the legislative campaign for its charter, secured its location, designed its buildings, planned its curriculum, and served as the first rector. He probably also was janitor, too. Talk about a man of many talents. People fail to appreciate the multiple talents of Franklin, Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Mason, uh, Monroe, Patrick Henry. Uh, Incredible, incredible people uh, our founders were. Truly incredible. He wrote the Virginia Statutes for Religious Freedom, which was the model for the religion clause of our First Amendment. Everything in America, every, almost everything you look at in America, somehow somehow goes back directly to Thomas Jefferson. Uh, there's been truly great men, and great is probably thrown about way too much. But the term great, the adjective great, is not even enough to satisfy the, the, uh, the greatness of Jefferson. How many lives he touches every day. He was key to the First Amendment. Do you understand this? When you speak your mind, what I'm doing right now, Thomas Jefferson, up in heaven, thank you. You ought to be down on your hands and freaking knees if you're in this country. And you ought to be thankful to God above who created a man like Thomas Jefferson. And brought him into your life. And by the way, he's been dead for what? 1826 he died? Almost 200 years he's been dead. Plus he was a white guy. Plus he owned slaves. Plus this, plus that. You judge people in their time. You judge them by their character. What they did in their time. What they accomplished. And when you're talking about a man who's been dead 200 years. And touches tens of millions of lives. Every day in this country. Still. That's how great Jefferson was. And now back to uh, Mr. McDaniel's writings. Uh, He sold his library of books, nearly 6,500, to the government. They became the basis of the Library of Congress. Again, Jefferson never flagged in his determination that men must be free. 
He had this quote on July the 2nd of 1787. I have no fear that the result of our experiment will be that men may be trusted to govern themselves. Well, we have one political party that's somewhat still attached to that, and we've got another, the wheels-off Democrats, who really, they break out in a rash any time personal liberty, individual liberty is even mentioned. McDaniel writes, Few men stand so tall in the establishment of the liberties of Virginians and all Americans. Contemporary Democrats, socialists, and communists fear that men may be trusted to govern themselves. They're not the self-imagined elite. They're not experts. They're not qualified. November 2nd, 2021, Virginians once again took steps to secure their liberties. You'll never hear that on the media from any of the experts. That's why Mike McDaniel should be on TV. In five minutes, he could give you more information and meaningful commentary than all the others, including you, Fox, could give in three or four hours frankly. I cannot help to imagine, he writes, Jefferson is smiling down on the land and people. He's so loved and trusted. As this is written, Glenn Youngkin is governor-elect of Virginia. Jason Mayares has been elected attorney general, and Winsome Sears has been elected lieutenant governor. Terry McAuliffe has conceded. Uh, and uh, he released a statement on Twitter uh, about coming up short last night, all the usual stuff, when a candidate loses. Uh, while there is still some vote counting, McDaniel writes, it seems clear that Mayaris, a Hispanic, and Sears, a black woman, will keep their narrow victory margins. The House of Delegates also flipped Republican, as one might imagine. The Democrats, the Socialists and Communists, the DSCs, are not pleased. And I heard on the news this morning, uh, I think yesterday I said that going into the election had been in the House of Delegates, 100 seats there, 55-45 advantage for Democrats going in, and it had flipped to 51-49 Republicans. Apparently, there's still some vote counting. It may actually be 52-48 for Republicans now. I hope so. Uh, we'll see. <clears throat> A Democratic congressman from New Jersey, if a Jersey, uh, Monday morning, an unnamed Democrat congressman from New Jersey told Politico Playbook uh, Biden failed to pass any accomplishments, which hurts the base is enthusiasm. Language alert, but I'm quoting here. Fucking disaster down ballot. I'm way too close to the top. Not enough excitement at the top of the New Jersey ticket. Biden, COVID, etc. No accomplishments. Should have passed infrastructure a month ago, he said. Well, thank God they didn't because their infrastructure will be a disaster. Uh, I don't know why Congress, why is that? Can some, any person with common sense cannot explain this because common sense. Why can't Congress, why can't the House, if something is so pressing, why can't they get some Democrats and Republicans in a room uh, and debate only infrastructure, only repairing interstate highways, bridges, canals, things that actually deal with infrastructure? That would include Wi-Fi, I guess, and the Internet. Only those things that are actually part of infrastructure and get a bill that deals only. No, 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 Congress can't do that. Congress, if you send Congress into, into a, a garage and say, here, I've got a flat tire. Can you please, please change my tire? 
The spare is in the trunk. The jack is underneath the spare. 17 days later, you'd get your car back. You'd have a $10 billion bill you had to pay. All the tires would be flat now. Three of the wheels would be completely missing. Your engine would be gone, and your car would have been turned into an aquarium or something. Because Congress can't focus on one thing. Why is our country in some ways so blinked up? Because Congress can't just do one thing. Think of the speed they could learn. They could actually read, write bills that people could read. They'd be three or four pages long. They'd have one thing. We're dealing with this. These are, say if it's a military spending bill. Okay, we're going to fund these weapons for this amount. This many planes here. This many bombers there. This much here, 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 and here. And you could read it all and say, okay. And then they could get it, vote it up, vote it down, and then move on to a different matter. They've got to put everything in one bill. The infrastructure bill touches every aspect of everything that could possibly be thought of. And they wonder why it came to be $3.5 trillion, most of which will go to uh, some power grabber, uh, some used car salesman in a, in a bad suit. It'll go to their pet interest, to this pet interest, to that pet interest over there. And none of it will be really come to any good. There'll be a lot of waste, a lot of fraud, a lot of corruption, and very little things uh, that the American people will actually like. Uh, with the pre with that prelude, back to McDaniel's piece here, some initial thoughts on the election, what it pretends for the future. Some are saying the race card is now canceled once and for all. <laughs> Please, it's not. It's all the DSCs have, and its utility, dis despite being far less uh, potent than it once was due to overuse, is not entirely lost, particularly the DSC media are more than willing to push and publicize any racist hoax. Hell, the media is not that far away from doing the hoaxes themselves, taking part. Uh, the DSC demand for racism far outstrips the supply. Race card, torn, sodden, and soiled, yet it still lives. Rational, rational DSCs know playing the race card is only hurting them. They're not in charge of the DSC party. That's right, the radicals are. And the radicals don't care about legislation. They care about division. That's their goal. Because this happened in solid blue Virginia, Northern Virginia being essentially a D.C. suburb, an ideological twin, the Republican victories have the potential to have a positive effect for Republicans on the 22 and 24 elections. Potential only. It's not called the stupid party without cause. Then there's Joy Reid we have to reference again. <clears throat> uh, Curtis Hauk tweeted this. MSNBS, their employee, their journalist, as she has described, Joy Reid, with dangerous rhetoric that'll get Republicans hurt. Remember, Reid said Republicans are dangerous. This isn't just a party that's another political party that disagrees with us on tax policy. That, at this point, they're dangerous. They're dangerous to our national security. So she's calling Republicans terrorists now. So as I wrote this morning on the blog, and there's a piece at attached to that, it links to the other McCain who did a great job studying this. Why is it that Democrats out of one side of the mouth will bemoan hateful and possibly red-hot rhetoric? 
they say it will cause violence and death and doom and oh my god make the republicans stop and as soon as they catch their breath after condemning republicans for over-the-top rhetoric they then begin to quintuple what the republicans have said then they actually engage in actual hateful rhetoric that might actually spur someone to violence that's your democratic party my friends and please note one more thing a special little bit of hate for uh one truly useless writer used to work for espn uh, jamel hill she was fired for being uh i'm not gonna say that word I'm not going to say the word that rhymes with itch. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be above and beyond that fray. But Jamel Hill, in response to uh, to the Republicans winning in, in uh, Virginia and almost in New Jersey, she tweeted this. It's not the messaging, folks. This country simply loves white supremacy. Jamel Hill hates this country so much. You know what she doesn't? She hates this country 365 days a year. Or 364 days a year, I should say. On the 365th day, she realizes how much money she's made because of freedom of speech, because of men like Thomas Jefferson, who she's not fit to lick the boots of, quite frankly. Uh, Christina Poshow also tweeted this. It's a picture of a soon-to-be former uh, governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam. Uh, he's either in the blackface or the Klan outfit at a, a, some kind of party at Auburn when he was there in the 80s. Or who knows what it is. But anyway, one of them is supposedly him. And the other one is of uh, the new uh, uh, Winsome Sears, the new lieutenant governor-elect of the state of Virginia. And Christine Pichel asked this, which one is the Virginia Democrat governor and which one is the Republican who won an election night uh, victory in uh, in Virginia? That's right. Winston Sears. I think she's going to be a hell of a lieutenant governor, quite frankly. And good luck for her in future endeavors. You hear what she said in her speech. She's from Jamaica. When her father got to come here and brought her with him when she was little in 63, she was so grateful for this country when she enlisted in the military. She was still Jamaican. But she said, I love this country and appreciated this country so much. I was willing to die for it. That's called a patriot. Joy Reid, Jamel Hill, you wouldn't know what the hell that word even means. You self-serving bottom feeders. And uh, Winsome Sears had a uh, <laughs> had a very good uh, retort. She uh, tweeted a picture of herself with an AR-15. Sears was a Marine, by the way. And when Jamel Hill uh, tweeted, it's not the messaging folks, this country simply loves white supremacy. Team Winsome Sears simply tweeted back a picture of Winsome Sears with the rifle and uh, with three words or four words, we beg to differ. I'm sure Jamel Hill has been triggered by that and we'll be lying about getting death threats soon, I'm sure. But please go read the whole piece by uh, by Mike McDaniel. He's an excellent writer. Good job. He doesn't like me, never links me, never mentions me, but okay. That's okay. 
I still admire the guy. I don't know why he hates me. Maybe he's jealous of my rugged good looks. Maybe that. <laughs> and my twisted sense of humor. I don't know. But anyway, there's that. And one more thing, my friends. There were three ballot issues in, uh, in Virginia in the elections a couple nights ago. And I noticed these on one of the local Virginia stations that was having the local races and the House of Delegates races and school boards and stuff like that. But uh, in free, on freenorthcarolinablogspot.com, they write about the elephant in the polling booth. Virginia and monuments. You know, Virginia's been ravaged by the cancel culture. And take all the war, all the Confederate monuments down. Followed by the Union soon. Just wait. Uh, but this says three Virginia localities had monument relocation slash removal referendums on their ballots yesterday. In all three localities, the citizens sent a strong, clear message that they listen closely. Do not want their memorials removed. Uh, one was for a Confederate monument, and one was uh, to relocate a monument, and I, I couldn't see the third one. But in every one, it was extremely one-sided. I'm talking 75 80% or more voting to keep the monument where it is. And every time a state gives a city or a state or a county, whenever they give the citizens a right to vote on move or don't move a monument, the monument stays. The flag stays flying. This stays stays flying. This band keeps playing Dixie, whatever the whatever the song or, or symbol is. So every time, that's why Mississippi did not let the citizens vote on their flag again. Mississippi, from time to time, would let the citizens vote on their old state flag, which was so racist, and Mississippi just hated it. But overwhelmingly, every time, the flag stayed the same. Interesting. Three Virginia colleagues, again, did this. Each locality voted overwhelmingly against moving, removing a monument. In Matthews County, the mandate was a landslide 80% against removing the Confederate memorial located at the historic courthouse there. This after a valiant and courageous effort by the Lane Armstead Sons Confederate Veterans Camp Number 1772 to inform and mobilize local citizens. In addition, Governor Northam's howls from his monument-destroying administration have all been defeated, with the Democratic candidates for governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general, see Mark Herring, <clears throat> uh, losing to Republicans, and Republicans haven't even take unba- taken back the Virginia House of Delegates with a new majority. That is from the Virginia flaggers. Uh, they're very strong proponents for keeping Confederate flags flying. Uh, I've shared my views on that many, 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 many times. Probably haven't discussed anything more than that one issue. I had many ancestors who fought in the war. Some fought for the northern side, most for the southern, because my ancestors at the time were from Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Florida. Uh, So it came naturally they would fight for that side. But I wonder how much it mattered to the overall attitude of the voters. I I wonder if people who had nothing to do with, didn't live in these three locations where the referendums were. Uh, one was Nottaway County, I believe, too. I don't know about the third. 
<clears throat> but I wonder how many people said, yeah, I'm sick of monuments coming down. I'm sick of the whole thing. I'm voting against cancel culture, and I'm going to vote straight Republican. That little option that says straight party ticket, and you can hit Democrat or Republican. I wonder how many people hit the R for Republican just to say, you know what? Screw you, Democrats. I bet a lot of Democrats did, too. It was a huge turnout in the Virginia election. Don't forget that. And thankfully, the good guys won. And you know the good guys won because Jamel Hill is race baiting off of it because, well, Jamel Hill, she pretty much race baits all the time. She probably race baits in her sleep. She probably dreams up race baiting lies to tell while she's sleeping. And that, my friend, is it for me today. Keep it short and sweet. Uh, Save my voice. It's getting colder and uh, tend to have a little more throat irritation in the winter. And with my computer not still quite right, I'm trying to get it fixed. I have two of them. Two of them. Two of them. The one that's not a touchscreen laptop, the bigger one, uh, the one the more recently bought. Uh, It has been sent off to the manufacturer because after a few months of use, the screen just broke. Didn't actually break, but something broke because my screen's not supposed to be pink. I don't think that's uh, true with green hues. So uh, since, because HP, apparently, because it's a new computer like just came out, repair people across the country can't get a new computer screen to put in it. And I could pay them. No, I have to send it off to HP. God knows how long that will take. And my other one, my smaller one, my Lenovo. Um, also some touchscreen issues. It seems to be getting better. And I'm trying to uh, trying to delay g- giving it to the repairman to fix. But uh, I've tried everything I know how. I don't know how to fix it. So I'll probably have to do that early next week. But for right now, it's working okay. As long as I don't try to have too many windows open, uh, then it starts opening windows randomly. It goes crazy. I think maybe it's possessed by the ghost of Democrats in Virginia. And yes, I'm going to look into getting t-shirts made. Virginia. Picture of the state maybe on it. And the slogan will be, let's make Virginia, Virginia again. Birthplace of America in many ways. God bless you, my friends. Take care. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whenever you listen, thank you for it. Go Gators. If you're left, you ain't right. And God bless America. We'll talk to you tomorrow, my friends. God bless you. Take care. Be good to you kids. Take your vitamins. And, uh, oh, yeah, say your prayers. Always say your prayers. Talk to the man upstairs. He does listen, you know. Even listens to this podcast. Y'all take care. We will talk to you manana. God bless y'all.